Hi friends, I'm Steph. And I'm T. And you are listening to Opeti The Afterlife. A 10-part mini-series where we document our journeys from preparing to leave the USA to finding our feet back home. It's going to be something very special, so make sure you are following us at Opeti on Instagram to keep up to date. Hello guys, welcome to the first episode of the Afterlife series. Welcome to the Afterlife series team. Thank you, Steph. Oh my God, we're finally kicking off the Afterlife series. Um, if you didn't listen to our announcement slash birthday episode, or you didn't see on our Instagram, this is a little mini series that we are going to be doing on our podcast over the next few months. Um basically just recording our journey through preparing to leave and leaving the USA oh gosh it's gonna be be an emotional roller coaster guys so please bear with us um so what I think I just kind of want to reiterate for both of our um, benefits is that when we started our podcast and our social media it was for the reason that one we wanted to document our journey for ourselves and our friends and family but also because like when we were looking at applying and stuff there the the majority of au pair experience videos were just people on youtube who were au pairs three years ago sitting down for 20 minutes and saying this is what i did for as my six months or my nine months or my 12 months as an au pair in italy spain america and that's all very well and good but steph and i were really like why is there nothing about somebody now and so when we were talking about ending opeti the podcast we were like how are we going to end it are we going to end it how's it going to change how what's going to be fitting for us and so we decided, well, why not continue with the same premise that we started off? Like, we want real time and we want to go through it with you. And we decided that, you know, the au pair experience doesn't just finish as soon as you leave the US because there are things that, that there's going to be like a residual effect. Like, we're going to go through emotions. <laughs> there's going to be adjusting back home is going to be the biggest thing, jobs and things like that. So we wanted to document that as well. And so when we were planning the Afterlife series, if you guys didn't know, like we planned it very specifically so that the first half of the series is when we're in the US. And so we could plan those episodes and we could write about them. But the second half, we can't physically record and we won't physically record till we're in the UK and -hmm. until we're going through that. So I think that's that's one thing we really want you guys to get from it is that we are giving you like the the reality if you if you will (laughs) (laughs) just put that in there yeah but this is episode one so what's this episode episode about Steph so this episode is the very beginning so if you didn't know I am only three weeks away from leaving I came here before T T still has a few months to go so she's still going to be going through the process but I am leaving in three weeks which is so crazy and it's the weirdest thing about that is me and Tia are going to be on different time zones for a little while, which is so yeah. weird. That's it's so weird. weird. Yeah, because yeah. Steph isn't taking her travel month, whereas I am going to be yes. using my travel month. So yes. that's extending my stay a little bit longer. And Steph will be starting her new job. And yeah, yeah. how are we going to do? Recording is going to be interesting. Let's just say that yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, we wanted to start the series off with kind of how we're dealing with the preparations for leaving what we're doing what our plans are when we go home like where our minds are now yeah in in the sense of getting ready to leave the USA yeah um so basically for this episode we've just written down a whole bunch of questions and we're just going to answer them basically some of them um we put a question box up like so long ago um some of them are from that question box some of them we've just kind of written down because there's things we want to talk about so that is basically this episode the start of the (sighs) leaving process (laughs) let's do this let's do this so the first one so when did we start thinking about going home and getting our plans ready for life after repairing Gosh. You start tea. When did you start thinking about it? I remember. I remember when we first started like having conversations about it, and you were freaking oh. out. Oh gosh, like, yeah. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Oh, I, I mean, stay here forever. <laughs> so it's kind of hard to pinpoint an exact time because there was, you know, I would think about it every now and then. But I do remember very strongly thinking about it, and actually, I mean, you can think about something, and then you can actually really mm-hmm. start to plan it. So I started thinking about it more seriously when I hit my second year, which would have been the end of August, start of September. Um, so 
yeah because I was like oh I've done one because when you're in your first year you're like you're all right I can think about it next year but when we suddenly got to we got to like 2022 and I was a couple of months into my second year I was like oh shit I actually can't say I'm leaving next year because I'm leaving this year now so I think you know so I think within the first three or four months of my second year that's when I really started honing in panicking Mm -hmm. worrying crying yeah thinking oh my gosh what am I going to do and if you've listened to our podcast or you've listened to Steph and I you will know that until very recently we've been saying we don't know we don't know we don't know we don't know what's going to happen so for me Yeah. yeah I started thinking really thinking about my plans within the first couple of months of my second year which I think most people do because they have that pressure what about you? Yes, um, I think the same as well. Like when we hit the second year and it was 2022, I was kind of like, wow, like we're leaving this year. Like we only have a few months left. I think I started to kind of start the process of getting things organized for going home at the sort of six month mark. Like when I was like, okay, I have six months left. That's half a year. And I was like, the first six months of my second year have flown by. So the second half is going to fly by as well. So I really need to start thinking about what I want to do what I need to do to be able to like I don't know get a job back home etc etc yeah so I think you know it really did hit me when when we started our second year but I think I started like physically beginning the process when I hit the six month mark um yeah so uh, just a little side note as he mentioned we spent ages like we don't know what we're doing we have no idea um and we we tossed around loads of different ideas like we're gonna go home for a year and then go traveling we're gonna just go traveling straight off we were looking at thailand weren't we we? were looking at thailand it's still i still in australia yeah it's honestly traveling is still something i really really want to do i've definitely caught the travel bug but i was like i have to be realistic like i'm 27 this year i need to get like a job i need a stable income i've had two years of like no money (laughs) like Mm -hmm. I need something stable for a bit so that's when an advert popped up actually from T she sent me um an Oprah in America blog post and they were hiring for like many different positions and she knew that I wanted to I wanted to work with cultural care because that's you know who we'd been advocating for for so long and we built such a great relationship with them unfortunately they were not hiring but she knew that I wanted to work in the au pair kind of environment so she sent me this au pair in America blog post and that's when I said okay I'm gonna get a job I'm gonna apply and see where see where it goes so um my plan we might as well go through our plans um what we're actually doing Mm-hmm. Um, I am going to be working as an application assistant for the Au Pair in America London team mm-hmm. and I'm very excited about it so I will be moving to London eventually um, but yeah that is kind of what I'm going to be doing uh, saving up money as I said traveling is something I do want to continue doing down the line but got to save some dollar first we do yeah um, T what are you going to be doing because yours is very recently uh, mine's very recent yeah. uh, considering when we're recording this I got the job what a week and a half ago yeah. um, so I am the new student recruitment officer for a local college near my house so I will just be helping prospective students learn about our college I'll be doing applications open open events open evenings all that jazzy stuff so I did it at university for three years so now I'm just doing it at a college instead and I am extremely excited to have this opportunity and it kind of came at the right time is what I'll say <laughs> timing is everything guys yeah I applied for Oprah in America in March and yeah. I didn't actually get the job until May <sighs> so or was it even, even, was it even later than that May it might have even been later than that June beginning of June end of May beginning of June I got the, I got the job so it took like a long time so I'm glad I applied for it when I did Mm-hmm. Um, so I was worried I had like so much time and I wasn't going to be able to like get the job because I wouldn't be back in time but it all worked out in the end it did Ooh. that's the hardest thing like if you want to apply for a job at home everyone's like how do I do it when do I start looking how many months in advance is it I think it is a little bit harder when you're applying from an, somewhere overseas but yes. if you are open about that with your employer like and you make the effort like you know if you watch our Instagram or whatever you'll know that like for example I did my interview at 6 a.m our time from a hotel room in dc while on vacation with steph like and so i'm not so i'm saying you need to put in a bit of effort guys is what we're saying um but yeah so what a lot of the time people ask us you know what do you love the most about the u.s and stuff but now that we're leaving everyone's like what are you most excited about for when you go home steph Mm. what are you excited about 
I mean, the obvious, like seeing my friends and family, uh, that old chestnut, a hug, you know, seeing my cat. Oh, you know, yeah, that's obvious. But I think, um, I honestly, the food. I'm so excited. Greg, English food again. Yeah, like Weatherspoons, like a fry up, a roast dinner. Like, there's so many foods. I'm just so excited to eat again. We should make a list. Yeah, like I have a mental list in my head of like all the food yeah. that I, I need to eat when I get back. Like, I'm so excited for that. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, basically seeing people like friends and family. I mean, there's a lot of people that I want to see. But I mean, most people know that my dad is probably one, my number one, if not. Yeah, my dad is like, he'll be listening to this crying. <laughs> I really miss my dad. So seeing him again is going to be great. So that'll be great to see him. Um, I... Yeah, I'll talk about that later because we're on the excited part now. Um, excited food-wise, basically everything Steph just said. Tesco meal deal, if you know, you know. If you don't, then you're missing yes. out. Um, I'm also excited to, I don't know, like I know this is like here in Raleigh, I feel like I'm at home. But when I go back, I'm wondering if it'll feel like, I don't know, like how comfortable I'll feel again. Like if I'll feel like I'm at home. I'm not sure. I'm excited to f- find out how, I'm excited to see England again. Like, yeah, like just... the little villages and the oh yeah, and it's like a two-hour drive from the airport to my house, so yeah. it'll be a nice. I miss the motorway, like the M60 yeah. and the M62 and the M1. Like I've missed you guys. Like I, I don't like American highways; they're just not the same. <gasps> the boring. It's yeah. honestly the rest stops are not the same. The welcome breaks that you get. You are know, so good. I was road trip I've taken like. I will see a sign for like a rest stop and I'm like, should I stop there? Or it doesn't look very good. But like, you just know, in the UK, you just know the good rest stops. You know they're banging. Welcome breaks are so good. A plus. That's what we're excited for. Welcome breaks. Thank you, everybody. (laughs) Little chef. Um, But Um, on the flip side, what are we mm -hmm. nervous about? Because it's a scary thing. Like you've been away. We've been away for two years and I was going back. And, you know, that's nerve wracking. (sighs) Man. What are we nervous for? Um, reverse homesickness, I'm not looking forward to because yeah. I feel like we don't even know what it is and we're yeah. going to be finding out together. And I, I 100% know that Steph and I are going to be on the phone crying to each other multiple times, mm-hmm. which I think is fine and it's to be expected. I'm nervous about, I'm nervous about fitting back in to my yeah. friends and family's lives because they've yeah. had two years without me. And so when I come back, it's going to be all very, not that it'll be, everything will be new to me, but it'll kind of be like, not in a attention-seeking way, but it's like, oh, look, I, all eyes on me because I'm back after two years, but, and I, I need to catch up with everyone and know yeah. where they're at in their lives. Like, I've got friends who I'm coming back and now some of them are married. Some of them, a couple of them are actually pregnant right now and people have moved away. People have different jobs. And I, so I'm nervous about catching up with people and finding out which friendships have changed and aren't yeah. the same but I think you just yeah. gotta roll with that that's just adult life I think sometimes though yeah yeah I agree and we touch on this in episode two of our afterlife series which you have already recorded it's kind of a mental health related episode and I think I'm nervous of the fact that over this two years I've completely changed as a person like I am yeah. not the same person that flew to the USA at all in any way shape or form and mm-hmm. I feel like I'm going to go back and everything's going to be the same, but I'm not. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm like, how is the new me going to adjust to the life that I wasn't happy in before I came here? Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, I'm so nervous that I'm going to be like so different and I'm not going to, like you say, fit back into the life that I left. Yeah. Which I think is, we need to probably come at that with with a positive point of view because we are better versions of ourselves now yeah and I don't think that's a bad thing and I just think I think that may mean that some friendships don't come back and some change but that's okay because that happens all the time right and so I think we just need to roll with that and be positive about it and like it's gonna be so hard when we go back I'm very scared about feeling claustrophobic physically and emotionally yeah because the, the, obviously our country is tiny houses are smaller cars are smaller yeah. and I'm scared I'm gonna get home and feel not like like trapped isn't the right word but like just kind of overwhelmed with how close everything is and how much space I don't have so yeah. that's gonna be a thing for me is feeling claustrophobic so I think in terms of preparing I just need to think of 
ways to combat that when and if it happens yeah I think it's mainly the unknown like what is because we've been away from it for so long it's like okay well what is it now because obviously it has become different than when we left so I think it's the unknown like do you know what what is it going to (laughs) be this is exactly what our afterlife series is we don't have this information so we have no idea so we're we're going to be going through this so you guys can have some help when you guys go home so hopefully yeah you will be listening to this and you'll get something out of this that's our main goal is that's the exact reason that we did this series. which is good that that kind of naturally came up um mm. so what have we already done in preparation for the end of our terms we've kind of talked about it a little bit like yeah. we've already got jobs that's the biggest thing yeah so when i knew that i needed to start thinking about what about going home and getting stuff sorted i the first thing i did was update my cv that is very important because obviously like it's completely different when I left I hadn't actually updated it since my book I started my previous job before I became an au pair so it was like Mm -hmm. a few years outdated so that's the first thing I did and there'll be more on like CVs and all that kind of stuff coming later in the series um and then I made a LinkedIn Mm -hmm. um which I felt so good at making one I loved I love my LinkedIn honestly like I I scroll through it like a social media I love it um I feel like it's not that big in the UK, um, but in the USA, LinkedIn is is like a big thing. And my host mum is a career coach and she recommended that I make a LinkedIn. If you don't know what LinkedIn is, basically like the job Facebook, Facebook. for professionals. Yeah, it's like a professional Facebook where you can put all your like job experience and all your like degrees and all your exams, everything, like all your experience you put into this one place, you connect with other professionals and share your like career life basically mm-hmm. uh, via LinkedIn and how you can look for jobs on there, apply for jobs on there. And so I did that as well. And I just started connecting with people back home um, and looking at jobs that were available, reaching out to companies and explaining my situation and, and stuff like that. You know, just putting my foot in the do- in the professional door back in the UK. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah so in terms of me I mean obviously getting a job that's the main piece of prep I've done but also um also I think I'm trying to emotionally prepare like Mm -hmm. I don't want to over prepare to the point where I get home and I'm like uh I don't know what I'm doing I am just trying to make myself like get to that point where where I'm gonna be like okay Things are not going to be super great when you get home because you're going to feel X, Y, and Z. And that's okay. You can just deal with it. So I think trying to emotionally prepare myself for the for the down, like not ignoring the negative feelings that I know are going to come, accepting they're going to come and then just moving on. And yeah. I think, you know, so I think this is probably going to be the hardest thing for you and me, Steph, is the emotions that come with it. Because we've been through so many emotions throughout these two years and we we've not been shy about sharing them Mm -hmm. I think this is probably the time where I'm gonna feel I will still share my feelings but I think this is the part where I'm gonna feel the most not exposed but vulnerable vulnerable yeah because this is this is because now we're crossing over back into our quote-unquote real lives you know what I mean like these this is the English version of us now I always explain this as like a bubble like we've been living in this like happy little bubble for two years like living our best life traveling yes, you know, being, being like international like when you meet people you're you're automatically like cool unique and cool because you're you're foreign and you're from a different country and all my friends are from different countries yeah kind of thing. and then we're just gonna go back to being the boring English people that we I know were. like you're it's, nothing it's special to, yeah and also I was gonna say like me and T are obviously at different times in our preparation to leave obviously I'm very close to leaving so like I already have suitcases all over my room like like 95% of my stuff is packed like ready to go so like I've kind of come to terms with it now like I'm ready oh to go I'm whereas T hasn't even like started her preparation to kind of me and my host She's mom are still in denial yeah so like, yeah. We're, we're very different um times which I think leads very good onto the next question is how are you feeling about going home and like I said for me I'm ready to go now I think I've been ready to go for a long time I was I went through a phase where I was like I really want a third year extension I want to stay in America forever do you know what I mean but then I kind of thought about it and I was like okay well I have to go home and I'm okay with that and I tried to list all the things I was excited about for going home and then I came to the point where you know I was just ready for another chapter a new a new thing in my life 
you know starting something new and I um I'm so ready for that now and I'm I'm very ready to go Mm -hmm. home as much as I love this experience and I love being here and it's been the best thing I've ever done in my life I am very ready and excited to be going home and starting something Mm -hmm. new now I'm very similar in the when I think about how I'm feeling about that question I can almost track the roller coaster of emotions so at the beginning it was like I want the third year extension I'm so mad that I didn't get it because of xyz reasons like it's so unfair we weren't offered it if I if my host family asked me to stay I would say 100% and then it was like start very slowly very slowly starting to Uh accept okay I have to go home so you may as well feel good about it get excited blah 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 blah. so it went from being very negative about going home to being okay and I now I think what's helped me feel more excited is that I now have a plan. If I went home and I didn't have a job and I didn't have a plan, it would be like emotionally probably impossible for me to go back. I would Mm -hmm. struggle, but I feel I'm obviously very sad about leaving, but it's not, I'm more content and happy now because I know that I'll be going home to something. Something's waiting for me. That's what I'm excited about. I'm excited to get my new job. And you know, we both love being au pairs. You know, we love our experience and but we know it has to come to an end. And as much as I would love to stay at the same time, I need to start my life. And I don't, mm. and I, and you know, I love this experience, but I want a new adventure. Not that I hate what I'm doing now, because oh my gosh, I love it. Mm-hmm. But I'm just ready to do something new. Like sometimes you just need a change, not because things yeah. are bad, but just because we're human, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And, and like you said, like having a job to go back to takes a massive weight off your shoulders, like knowing that's the thing you're actually yeah. gonna have a life to like start back up again you're not just gonna be sitting around like what am I doing <laughs> yeah that's it I think I was I would have been like I wouldn't have been able to go home properly I would have shut down if I didn't have a job to go home to so I think that's one big piece of advice guys if you don't know what you're gonna do make sure you have something to go home to like yeah. a job or a degree or something start looking early yes but um we will be going home eventually and we've talked about what we're excited about but Steph Apart from actually, you know, getting in the car and going back to your house and leaving the airport, what's one of the first things you're going to do when you get back to England? So, um, I already told my mom that when I get back, I want, because I get back around lunchtime, and I was like, mum, I need hot chicken, I need a baguette, (gasps) I need a nice salad with proper coleslaw. Proper coleslaw, you listen in America. (laughs) Yeah, and then... I don't know, we're just going to do a food shop when I can actually get some food in that I actually enjoy and and, and I can actually make meals, proper meals again. Um, yeah, walking, just walking around a supermarket is going to be so oh, weird. Oh, yeah. I Not having to add tests. Good old Tesco, like, oh, yeah. Um, and actually, so my mum knows when I'm coming back, but my grandparents do not know that I'm coming mm. back. So we're going to go over and surprise them and see them which I'm very excited about that's Um, sweet yeah and then me and my best friend back home are going to be going for like dinner at our favorite restaurant that only have it's a harvester if you know you know um oh (gasps) stop it love a harvester harvester. we're gonna go there (laughs) you're not gonna go to Toby no no we're gonna go for a roast dinner on Sunday with my grandparents and my mum but yeah like just just seeing people and and trying to do stuff that I've missed doing you know I don't know what's the first thing I'm going to do when I get back. It's probably going to involve food. Have a nap. <laughs> have a nap. Um, probably cry. Genuinely, yeah. and I think I think I, I I I know myself well enough to know that I, as soon as I get in the car and you know my mum's with me and we're driving home, I'm going to cry because I'm sad at what I've left behind. But I'm happy to be back. It's going to be. It's not going to be just sad or happy tears. It's going to be a whole load of emotional tears. So it's going to be. Amazing. I'm going to be calling Steph like, oh, yeah, like, what like, are you talking about? Like, it was the same coming here. Like the moment I got here and I went up to my room for the first time and I was on my own. The overwhelming feelings that hit you are insane. Like you can describe those feelings. Like you don't know what you're feeling. You're feeling excited. You're feeling happy. You're feeling sad. You're feeling jet lagged. Jet lagged. Like there's so many feelings that hit yeah. you when you leave a country and you come back to another country and and vice versa. Like so much hits you and it's just like an indescribable wave. Yeah. Like it's it's insane. Yeah, I think just seeing people and reconnecting again and yeah. just oh I really can't wait I, I can't wait to see a lot of people but my dad oh my god I can't wait to see my dad 
I, I need to go and film it. Hug my mum, hug my cat, eat my coleslaw and take a nap. <laughs> I know, that's the worst thing. Because obviously we're going, it's not as bad coming to America, but going back to England, the jet lag is going Luckily, it's my like long flight is over. So I'm hoping that if I sleep on that flight, it's going to help. I don't know. Because then I'm, I'm hoping to England at 7.40 in the morning. So if I stay awake, I should be mm-hmm. okay. So maybe I won't have a nap. <laughs> oh gosh, that's the worst thing. Like trying to get back into the, yeah, the into time their zone. time zone before yes. we leave. I don't know. Someone told me like do it for three days before you leave the US. I was like, well, I physically can't do that because I have to work. Have to work, yeah. Silly people. Gosh. Um, um, but yeah. So that's we don't, that. I don't know. I don't really don't know what we're gonna what we're gonna do. But we'll let you know what we do. We? Yeah. <laughs> It'll just be us crying probably on the podcast for half an hour. <laughs> yeah, literally um so what has been our top priority when it comes to organizing things for returning home there's been a few things for me top priority having a job yeah yeah I think like getting my cv and everything up to date is a big thing because that's the kind of only thing that employers can go off with us kind of because we're in another country so Mm -hmm. um that and then also just organizing my stuff in general because obviously like you accumulate so much stuff like I have chucked out so much stuff I'm excited to check out clothes that don't fit me (laughs) yeah like I literally can't describe how many trash bags I've taken out full of stuff that like I don't know why I had it (laughs) honestly yes so like that was a big priority for me and I started doing that early on and I said to T girl you need to start doing that because it saved me so much stress now that I've started packing knowing mm-hmm. that everything I'm going through is already organized and just need to put it in a suitcase yeah so. um so top priority when it comes to organizing so obviously having a job to go home to and not just a job a job that we're, we both now secure jobs that we are passionate about and jobs that we genuinely mm-hmm. want to do that was very important for me but also when it comes to organizing things for my return is just spending as much time with people here that I can doing those little extra yeah. things with my host kids or even just sitting in the living room while they're playing with their parents and just just watching them in a really non-creepy way <laughs> just that's okay. that's a priority for me is not trying to do as much as I can before I leave and throw it all in but just I think a priority for me is just taking the time to enjoy what the time I have left so like my host dad actually said the other day when I came back from the trip that Steph and I went on um, obviously I got the job while I was in DC and when I got home it was the first time that they'd see me in person they were like you know congrats on the job we're really pleased blah 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 and then Ricky was like you know now you can actually really relax and enjoy your last few months because you're not worrying about getting a job and you can we can just have as much fun as we can like we're going on vacation next month me and my host parents are going to a concert together without the kids <laughs> so that's gonna be fun we're gonna see pitbull i can't wait um but yeah just that's it like having a job to go back to but also taking my time in this job now and enjoying it yeah mm-hmm. top priorities guys lovely also for me steph is uh organizing my keychains because we know oh, yeah. i'm a keychain yeah i've been collecting keychains for two years I recently just did the same obviously took them all off my wire board put them in a little bag ready to go and the bag is heavy like it's so heavy oh my god you're gonna get charged for that mate the whole thing's I... just gonna be 23 kilos <laughs> key I honestly think the the key from the prison is the heaviest thing in there it's chunky isn't it so heavy it's, yeah. it's a, as Hank would say a big one it's a big one um so there's you know it's no secret there are good things and there are bad things this whole experience is going to be bittersweet when we leave but and I think everyone knows the answer to this question, Steph, but we're going to say it. What is the worst thing about leaving the au pair life and leaving the US? Obviously, it's the people that you're leaving. Like, obviously, your host family, obviously, like you're leaving them. You've been with them for two years every single day. Mm. It's hard to leave mm-hmm. them. But like also your friends, like it's going to be like all like all of my friends have gone back to their home countries now by one and T. Um <laughs> one of my friends is still in Maryland and then there's T but the rest of them have all gone back to all different time zones and it's so weird you're like oh we're always going to keep in touch because you're you're trying to get back into your life and everything does like halt a little bit you know mm-hmm. so um yeah it's it's really sad leaving people and all going to your own you know separate countries and 
being on different time zones to the people that you've been around for so long yeah it's kind of hard like the that that's what's really going to test friendships I think is when you go home and you're all in different time zones and you can't always talk yeah. to each other every day but yeah for me it's going to be the people obviously my host family like I've been with these kids for two years like when I you know I was thinking about Hank, it was Hank's third birthday like a few days ago and I was thinking back and I'm like I've been here for more than half his life like he was like 14 15 months when I arrived didn't even walk and now this kid is like yeeted everywhere my oh. girls are gonna you know my girls have their birthday soon so they're gonna be eight and six Haley was three when I would when I was just about matching with them that That's is crazy. insane to me yeah and then yeah the community like my neighbors we have a, a good couple of neighbors here. orange theory even like that community has I mean Steph you know how much that is that's done for me yeah. and changed me and stuff and yeah. the people like like my coaches and my head coach Sammy he texted me like when I got my job and he was like you're gonna be leaving like we have such a special bond I'm gonna miss you so just all those little things all those people all the little communities that we have that's gonna be yeah. so hard and I'm scared that I'm not gonna find that again in, in the yeah. UK yeah. but I'm happy because we'll have if we come back we'll hopefully we'll we'll be able yeah. to slip back in yeah I mean you literally do build a life in the area that you you yeah. live in because you live there every day of your life you you're not just visiting you know you're yeah. living there every single day doing normal day-to-day things mm. so it is really hard to just pack up and leave and know that like because when you leave your home country you know that you're going to go back there like you know that there's an end yeah and you know you're going to go back but when you leave here you're like you, you kind of think I'm gonna come back but like when are you gonna come back do you know what I mean like that's it you don't know when because we know here we've got we've got two year maximum we know that so it's not as sad but like leaving obviously it's sad but like leaving here we don't know when we're gonna come back or when we're gonna have time to come back and stuff like that so Mm. it's really hard but we will come back we'll come I'm gonna cry I feel like I'm gonna cry (laughs) now like I'm not even leaving yet and I feel very emotional I can hear my kids upstairs right now and I'm like I just want to go and hug them yeah oh my gosh Um, but so we've talked about this before but this part this journey changes you as a person we've we've said how much it's we've both changed since we arrived here so let's talk a bit about how how we've changed what what have we changed I mean we've spoke about this so many times before and I think even from listening to the podcast and seeing our Instagram, you can physically yeah. see how we've changed. Yeah. You know? Oh my gosh, where do we even begin? I mean, I mean, it does something to you when you are responsible for tiny humans yeah. every day and they test you and they test you and they test you in ways that you didn't <laughs> know you could be tested. So I'd say I'm a lot more patient. Um, yeah. I think sometimes, I think generally my attitude towards things I I like my host parents have without even I don't think without them realizing have taught me how to handle certain situations now Mm. and when it's important to pursue things and when you need to let things go that's the biggest thing for me is sometimes I struggle to let certain things go and I think for me learning when I can and can't control a situation is something that I've definitely learned but yeah like, I mean you only have to look at my Instagram and the, the amount of shit I post on my story about my gym is like how much I physically changed so that I mean that's not anything to talk about but I physically changed and that that in turn has changed me from the inside as well like people have said so you know I mean people have, I've said it's, it. it's very yeah it's sometimes it's very not in a bad way but it's difficult to hear people say how much you've changed because you you kind of get defensive you're like wait what what do you mean I feel the same but then you realize actually no I am different and if this if this was me a year ago two years ago like I would have dealt with things differently but I think for me I feel more confident in myself and I feel more sure within myself I feel like I've come into my own as a person and you know when they say people go traveling to find themselves it's so cliche like I'm not saying I found myself but I definitely understand that more if that makes sense you know what about you Stephanie um yeah I mean definitely the same I I remember like confidence is a massive thing for me that has changed since I came over here and I think part of that is leaving my home my parents you know like leaving a family you become more confident, more independent, mm-hmm. more like that. I I feel much more of an adult now than I did when I left. Oh God, yeah. If that makes even, sense. Yeah, I definitely feel more adult, even though I'm probably not very. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like an adult now, and I didn't really feel like an adult before. 
and that's really hard to explain but I just feel more independent I feel more confident I feel more sure of life like Mm -hmm. okay actually I can do anything I want to do and I can be happy like I've said before but like I didn't have I never found content happiness until I came over here and that's that's also within myself as well as he was saying like I remember saying to you when we were on, we were on our trip I said I never would have wore shorts before yeah you know? but now yeah. like just little things like that like I never would have wore shorts I never wore my hair just down it was always like half up half down or in a ponytail like just silly little things like that I've cha- changed in the way that I, I view those things mm-hmm. and I, I don't care about what other people think of me as much anymore and that might not have been because of where I am or or this place but I feel like because I've been more happy and I've become more independent become more sure of myself more confident in turn Mm -hmm. those little things have become easier for me yeah and that is thanks to leaving my home country and becoming my own person somewhere else yeah it's it's crazy like what America can do to you America is such a strange country in so many ways but it's I think it's predominantly just been very positive for us which is great yeah Um, somebody actually asked a question and said like do you think that you would be as happy and have changed the way you have changed if you had done just traveling or is it the au pair experience that has made you the person you are and I think that's a really hard question to answer because for me I think it's more about I've left my home country and I've left my my parents my authority figures I've become my own independent person that has helped me but I've also learned so much from this experience, the traveling mm-hmm. and being in an American lifestyle. I would say, yeah, I'd say I don't think I would be as content because obviously that is shorter term. And I think I've learned more. Obviously, I, I've learned a lot from, like you said, like going away, being independent, blah, blah, blah. But I think the people, as yeah. you know, like my host parents and certain other people here on this experience have taught me more than I could have gotten just from traveling. And obviously, we'll never know what would have happened if we'd just gone traveling. But I feel like this is this has been the greatest thing. Yeah, um, it's different living somewhere than it is traveling. Visiting somewhere. and traveling, yeah. yeah. But in terms of traveling and visiting, like, we have known people that have au-paired in many different countries. Like, Graham, for example, has just gone to start his mm-hmm. final au-pair Woo! term in Italy for the summer. So would we have au-paired in another country or would we consider au-pairing in another country after this experience? no Ooh, <laughs> straight right up it's a no <laughs> she's like no one and done no, no. US or I, nothing no it's not even that I just I, I feel like I've done it now I've experienced that and I think I think it might be because of my age like I'm like I said I'm 27 this year I just don't old. think it, yeah yeah it is I, I think and it's I just, a bit weird to be like 28 29 and be yeah parent. I just feel like this experience is for people that are younger that are on gap years and stuff like mm-hmm. that like I feel like that's predominantly what it was especially in Europe I feel like that's more yes. what it is in Europe and I just I, or Australia or whatever I just I don't I just don't feel like I want to do this again it's not because I love it and I haven't loved it and I and then, you know I wouldn't I would obviously wouldn't change anything for the world that I've, I've experienced but like I just don't think I would do it somewhere else you're content with what you've gotten yes yeah I think that's very fair to say I also um, need a break from kids yeah I think we need a break after <laughs> um I guess I can't say straight up no because before I found the job that I'm going to be going into I was very seriously looking at au pairing in Australia mm. and part of that was because I enjoyed most of the au pair lifestyle and also I wanted to go to Australia very badly but if you ask me right now if I was going to choose this job at home or a pairing again, I'd probably go home mm-hmm. because it's kind of like, I don't know, like, I I feel like a lot of me is like, I want to travel to these places. I don't necessarily want to au pair again, yes. which yeah. is kind of like, well, I can go home, get a job, save up and go on holiday. Whereas yeah. I think I've gotten so much also, I think, and I'm going to be very honest about this, I've gotten so much out of this experience no other family could I, <laughs> I couldn't do it to another family I couldn't like I, I'm sorry but I would constantly compare them I would always think about my old host family as even you know as nice as this new family would be these these people are everything and I I can't I can't replace them yeah. and I would never want to and I I think I think physically no I think emotionally it would be very difficult for me to separate myself like that I don't think yeah. I could do it it I think wouldn't also- be fair 
I think also the reason I became an au pair in America was because I wanted to experience American lifestyle. Like I didn't just want yes. to travel America. I wanted to see what it was like to live here. Mm-hmm. And I, there were so many places I wanted to visit here that I needed a longer amount of time to be able to do that. Everywhere else I could au pair in is somewhere that I just want to travel. Like I don't want to live in those places mm-hmm. or be there for a prolonged period of time. I'd rather just go there travel be a tourist in those places and then leave like I don't want to live in any of those places which is another reason I wouldn't au pair again mm-hmm. in another country I think that's fair enough yeah yeah but fair dues if you do go do it it's an amazing experience yeah good <laughs> um, guys. so obviously we are moving on we're going back to our home countries our host families have to move on too so have our host families found another au pair and how do we feel about it Uh, i'm not sure if i'm allowed to say okay so let's just i'll just uh mine is a tiny bit complicated so my host family um i'm gonna say that as of right now they are looking at trying to get an au pair however they do have a backup plan in place if they don't get the au pair that they want because Mm -hmm. They've interviewed a few. I've looked at a few for them. I've talked to a few for them. They haven't worked out. We had one who we thought was going to be ready. Like they they asked to match with her and unfortunately it fell through for a few reasons. And so I can kind of, the official line right now is that my host family are still actively looking for an au pair. However, I don't think it's going to happen in time, but that's okay. I mean, I think, I, I don't think, I think they're okay with me saying that you know I'm not saying that I'm irreplaceable obviously I'm replaceable but I think it would be difficult for them to get someone else after I've been here for two years and my neighbor said it would be very big shoes to fill and I'm not saying oh I'm the greatest parent in the world but I think when you've been with someone for two years yeah it would be difficult so yes my host parents would like ideally to get an au pair however they already do have a backup plan in place just in case it doesn't happen because we are obviously only a few months out yeah so there is a backup plan in place um and until that officially happens i don't really want to say what the backup plan is yeah. because they're working on it they're working, they're working on, on it, on it. Yeah. that's the official line they're i can't really go into it. detail <laughs> it sounds so like suspicious it's not it's nothing no, bad it's i nothing, just think like just it's just because nothing's official i don't want to share that news until it's official for them right right yeah what about you Um, have your host family got a new one yes they have they are (gasps) is this number three Uh, for them number three yeah this is this will be their third au pair she's from brazil um two days after mine they didn't want they didn't want an overlap just because it would just be too confusing for my host kids they are younger so they you know don't really understand the process so they didn't really want an overlap but she's coming like two days after I leave that's interesting because a lot of people want that overlap if we were getting an au pair I would overlap for at least a week if not two with her yeah I mean it has its pros it has its pros and its cons for overlapping but they don't have the space to to house me and another au pair anyway um so yeah no they so they matched with her a while ago actually they they went into matching quite early in um, I think my five or six month mark, um, just so they had time to really decide who, who, who the kind of au pair they wanted. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she's really nice. Um, yeah, from Brazil, she's coming over and she's very excited. She just got her visa. So um, Woo! yeah, yeah. So, so I actually, if you if you try to do the math, I came in August, I'm leaving in July. So I actually am leaving a month earlier than even my year ends mm-hmm. so my, my I would have ended in August and had my travel month in September but I decided that I wanted to leave early and my host parents were okay with that because their new au pair wanted to come as soon as possible anyway so the, the decision was mutual that I was going yeah. to leave early so that their new au pair could come and I was ready to go so yeah, yeah. so they have fun and I'm fine about it I, I, I obviously like I feel um if there's there's about with my boys like I feel protective of them like especially Owen it's it like I love Henry and Owen so much and it's it's a different kind of relationship and I think the first pair will agree like she has this um really strong bond with Henry because she was with him when he from when he was like two months old and I was with Owen from when he was four months old so you watch them grow up and you just you feel like this really unbreakable like bond and this like protectiveness over them and it's going to be really yeah. strange to see them being with another au pair um it's weird isn't it yeah. i'm not sure like i obviously hope my parent my host parents get what they need in terms of childcare because they deserve everything but 
if they don't get an au pair selfishly I will yeah. be more okay with that because I'm very selfish in that I love my kids and I don't want yeah. anyone else with them but obviously I, w- I wish them the best if they if they yeah. do yeah and I think it's the same with every au pair it's, it's always yeah. gonna be weird like even with my old host family like knowing hearing stories about the, the other au pair that's there now it's very weird Mm-hmm. Um, I talk to her occasionally and she tells me like that the twins have like done this and this and I'm like oh I miss them so much and it's so weird to see like mm-hmm. you're seeing all this and I'm missing that and it's it's always so weird but yeah I'm happy that they found somebody that they get on with and that seems like a good fit for them yeah and um yeah like you said I wish them all the best <laughs> and I'm, good luck I'm, yeah <laughs> Yeah, but like it's it's a bittersweet feeling, isn't it? It, it always yeah. is. When, it's just part of the prep, isn't it? Like preparing to go home, preparing to replace yeah. the childcare you have, and I think yeah. the the good thing is that my host parents included me in their decisions and the things, and you know, you've asked me to interview a pair, so I appreciated that part of it. That was nice to feel like I was included, and you weren't just like, okay, bye, we're gonna get someone new. They're like, no, we <laughs> respect your opinion. So thank you, Ricky and Julia, if you ever listen to this. Um, but yeah, so what are we kind of rounding off what are we going to be doing have we got any plans for our goodbyes do we know what we want to do because some au pairs just like to kind of leave some au pairs like to have a big party some au pairs are like suddenly oh shit I've only done half my bucket list so (laughs) is is there anything that you want to do with your host family or without them before you or or a special way to say goodbye is there anything you want to do or how would you like to go yeah I don't know I I my you just want to go. I'm, yeah, I'm <laughs> I just want to go, mate. I want to go home. I'm very content <laughs> with my bucket list and how much of it I've done. I've done 21 states, and I'm very happy with that. Nice. My when I came over here, my goal I think was 15. So I've done a lot more than I Mashed expected it. to do. Smashed it, bro. So bucket list wise, I think I'm pretty content. Um, I think I just like. On my weekends, I tend to do my own thing, but I think maybe on my last weekend, I'd spend it with my host family, even though I'm off, yeah. like, which I don't normally do, like to spend time with the boys and everything. Like, I don't think we're going to have a big party or anything. I mean, all my friends have gone home, so I have no friends here You've anymore. got your LCC can go. It's just me. It's I'll just come. me. <laughs> um, so, you know, maybe I'll have a nice dinner with my host family or something, but it's not going to be a lavish, big thing. Um, but yeah. I'm, I'm content. Mm-hmm. I'm content with how I'm going, and mm-hmm. um, yeah. yeah, yeah. What about you, <laughs> T? I, mean, I don't. You've got know. a while left. Don't you? So, I've anyway. got a bit of a while to plan. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I did talk to my host one before, and we were looking at my flights and stuff. So ideally, I'm going to leave on a Sunday, yeah. um, the weekend that I eventually leave um because obviously they want to be able to take me to the airport and say goodbye properly and if that was a weekday it wouldn't happen because there would be work or there would be school or whatever um but hopefully the day before we'll so quite a few times you know a year I mean a lot of the time we hang out with our neighbors here we've got you know three or four sets of neighbors that we love and we usually hang out at our house and do food and stuff and play games so I would love to do that before I go is to have yeah. the neighbors round, have some of my friends round. I don't know whether I do two separate things or whatever. I would love to just get a chance to say goodbye to people and just yeah. enjoy being with them again. And um, I can't really say it on the podcast in case they listen, but preparing the gifts for my host kids, and my host family, you know, maybe yeah. we could touch on that um, at some point, but yeah, just preparing <laughs> how I'm, it's, it's, I feel like nothing is good enough to say thanks for this amazing two years, but I'm getting that. Yeah. Um, One thing then... we are going to do guys, is get a Chick-fil-A. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely taking the sauce home with me. Yes. I'm also going to do the same. I'm going to buy gonna Chick-fil-A cry. sauce. My last Chick-fil-A. Oh, it just, it's the best thing about that. That's going to be such a sad day. It really is. I know. It's so weird. I'm also doing a really strange thing. Don't judge me. Because obviously when I leave, when I go home there isn't an orange theory near my house and so I'll be leaving orange theory and um they've given me so much in the the year and a bit that I've been with them and one of my coaches it was actually I just had my last class with her because she's moving and so I actually got her to sign my towel and I have a towel one that I don't use and I'm gonna get all my coaches and friends there to sign it because it's like something that's been very a huge part of my two years here yeah so to kind of commemorate that for me personally is like signing a towel and saying goodbye to people at Orange Theory. It's gonna be very important to me. Um 
Oh, I did. I, I did sure. tell her to move to London with me, where there is an Orange Theory, but she won't no. come in. So if well, everyone, I will be visiting London. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I am going to be visiting. So there are some, and there are some. I think my closest is two and a half hours away in like Oldham near Manchester. So yes. if I do, if I am down that part of the country, I probably will pop into an Orange Theory and take a class just for all time's sake. But <laughs> yeah. There's, so there's a lot going on in this first episode because we're preparing to leave. We're at different stages of leaving. Yeah. Um, but we have some really great episodes coming up for you guys. We've got a really great career counselling episode with mm-hmm. a lot of help from Steph's host mom, And that is going to yes. be a huge one for people who are preparing to leave. We've got um, an episode with someone who's opening in the U- who's opening from the US, gone to the Netherlands. I'm very excited for the packing episode because, God. <laughs> ooh, girl, I'm going to need it. But yeah, yeah we, I, we've got some very important things coming up. And I think this is my favorite part of our podcast is going to be this mini series. Yeah, and I'm very grateful gonna, to I you. It's, it's going to be very important. And I think it's going to be helpful for anybody whenever they leave. I mean, these episodes are going to be out there for everyone whenever they leave, whether they're leaving now, whether they're leaving in six months or a year, or they haven't even come over here yet. And in three years time, they're going to be leaving. Yeah, and they'll but find us. They'll find us somewhere. But I think it's going to be helpful. So if you... If you need it and it helps you, then we're so glad that it has it has helped you. But we're very excited. I think it's going to help us as well, like the mental. <laughs> I think it's going to help us process it. Yes, yeah, being able to like talk about it and how we're feeling. Yeah. And stuff. Um, but like we said, like the second half of this series, the second five episodes, we have no idea What's how going we're going to pan out, what we're going to talk about, where we're going to be at those points because all we know, have are episode titles. Yes, literally. like know, one of them just says the like basis. flying back. Yeah. Yeah, so we know the basis of the episode, but we don't know the contents fully. We don't know how we're going to talk about. We're going to have a feel in those episodes. So it really is real tea. Yes. <laughs> so I'm yeah, ready we for hope... it. Yeah, we're ready. We're prepared. Um, so yeah, we hope that you enjoyed this first episode of the Afterlife series. Make sure that you are following our podcast. Make sure you follow our Instagram so that you can keep up to date. And yeah, we hope we hope you enjoy this series. Very excited yeah guess we'll see you on the other side guys see you on the other side guys <laughs> thank you Bye. so much for listening thank you so much for listening to this episode of opet the afterlife we hope you enjoyed it make sure to follow us on instagram at opet to stay up to date